whole health. It's personalized, proactive, and patient-driven. It's an approach to healthcare that empowers and equips people to take charge of their health and well-being and to live their best lives. No one knows this more than today's guest, Dr. Susan Stoops, a healthcare professional that has spent her entire career educating patients to help them better understand how their oral health is connected to their overall health. You're listening to the Umemba Health Academy podcast, a podcast that highlights health and public health related issues and showcases health initiatives happening around the globe. I am your host, Quisha Umemba, CEO and founder of Umemba Health and Umemba Health Academy. Class is now in session. Welcome to the Umemba Health Academy podcast. I am so excited to present our special guest for today. Dr. Susan Stooks is the founder and CEO of Siva Life Integrative Wellness. She is also the dental director for Covenant House Incorporated. In addition to having a doctorate degree in dental surgery, she is certified through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition as a health coach and also holds a certification in whole health education. Collectively, she spent more than 25 years practicing dentistry and promoting the whole health approach to wellness. She has traveled around the globe to facilitate healthcare and education, as well as work to improve access to healthcare to the disenfranchised. She has collaborated with the World Health Organization and numerous ministries of health in Africa and the Caribbean. And she's also the founder of the International Health Professionals Network, where she's been instrumental in delivering professional healthcare services in Africa, the Caribbean, and Central America free of charge. Now that's amazing. She says that none of this would have been possible if it had not if she had not been in the best of health. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Omember Health Academy podcast, Dr. Susan Stoops. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. I just want to mention, I think there's a little bit of feedback. I'm not sure if it's coming from you or not, but um, if it is, can you adjust that for me? Let me turn down my sound a little. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, I think it was a little background noise, but that is yes. better. Thank you okay. so much. Okay, very good. Wow. So one of the things that, first of all, I'm very, very impressed by by your bio and just your history and your resume in general. But one of the things that really struck me about this integrative wellness that, um, that that resonated with me when we first met is this whole health approach. So, you know, you're a little bit out of the box um, as it relates to your style of dentistry. So mm-hmm. please share with us um, kind of like what your passion is and why why there's this connection for you or it's so important for you to connect the whole health approach with mm-hmm. dentistry. Well, well, just in general, I how I came to really get more into this this integrative approach or a whole health approach was really because I had a god sister uh, that I loved dearly who was diagnosed with a, a ovarian cancer, I believe it was, and because she wanted to access healthcare in this whole health kind of way, be supported, mind, body, smile she really didn't get the type of care that she needed. And I mean, I'm not to say if it would have extended her life, but certainly her journey 
during that period of time was was that much more stressful. And it so it caused me to look at how things were going around me, the healthcare environment. And you probably know it's very fragmented. So if a person, if, like for me, if I have a dental patient that I need to refer because they've got maybe, maybe I suspect they might have diabetes or something, and I've got to refer them to a physician, well, I, I, I may not, I may never know if that patient has seen the, this physician. The physician may not know anything about their experience in the dental office. And this just this whole fragmented silo experience of people, it just does not play well for patient outcomes. And so because of those experiences, I really had committed myself to seeing how I could figure a way, because I'm, I'm, I am like you were sharing, I'm into improving access and empowering patients. I really wanted to try to find my own ways to help support patients. Um, for me, with all the years I've been in dentistry, I see a lot more patients now that have chronic illnesses, um, like diabetes, which we've talked about. And that's a perfect example of why it's so important to have a whole health and a, an education component to support patients. Because in that scenario with diabetes, there is a the oral health manifestations of the disease, but there's also the relationship between the mouth and how you manage the disease. So the oral health specialist and the health provider that's handling their diabetes really should be in communication to help support this this person holistically. So that's why I really was trying to find my own ways, which you said sometimes are out of the box a little, but just I feel is so, so necessary. So. Oh, wow. I, I, I think it's so necessary as well. And and you mentioned, you know, now, you know, just about all of your patients probably are probably at least 75% of them have at least one, if not two chronic conditions. Mm-hmm. And I agree, you know, we're seeing it now, you know, even pharmacists are becoming more holistic providers. Mm-hmm. It, it's very hard to not to, it's, it's going to be much easier if we approach the patient with this whole health approach mm-hmm. and that we work together and talk together, like you said, it's going to lead to better health outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just find it so interesting that um, that you've taken, you know, this kind of emphasis uh, to specialize in this type of area. I'm sorry to specialize in because you know I rem- I think it was a couple of years ago I started going to the dentist and it's like, oh, we need to get your blood pressure, and I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, right. what, what for? You know, I've been going my I've never, I've never got my, or, you know, I've, I even have now where I'll go to the dentist once a year and they say, oh, we're going to do an oral exam. Well, isn't that what I, I came to get? But it's like, no, we're actually your neck and feel for love yes. and look for cancer and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, it's really become a lot more dental dentistry has become a lot more comprehensive. Yes, it has. And, and what we're hoping I'd like to see is the relationship between the dentist and, and other primary care providers, that relationship be strengthened. That's one of the challenges is because we're all over the place. I have the benefit of um, working in a community health center as the dental director. So in that setting, you've got 
a lot of this, everyone together. So if I have a patient that is a diabetic, let's just say, I can I can check to see when was the last time they were seen by their primary care provider? Do they need to be seen? You know, there are some dentist office now, which I would love to see us do, we, you know, to check A1Cs, you know, during the dental visit. So there's, there's so many avenues to strengthen this. And there's this, this thing called the warm handoff, even with referrals, even if you are in private practice, trying to find ways to just make that connection stronger. So even if it's a warm handoff where the uh, family medicine a provider has diagnosed someone with prediabetes or let's just say, you know, prediabetes or diabetes, that warm handoff to someone like myself that can first give them the education that they need and then, you know, further encourage them on following up and linking not just the education, but the clinical component of managing their mouth. It's just so important. I mean, I, I understand that physicians and dentists too are real busy so they don't have a lot of time to sit and talk to you Provided. and explain all this stuff. Yes. And so you do need <clears throat> that extra vehicle in there just to make up that gap, you know. But um, as I was getting ready to talk with you, I was just, I always come across, you know, statistics on this relationship, this is just one, you know, this is just, this is diabetes, but things like a person that um, has uh, diabetes is three times more likely to have periodontitis. Um, things like if you have a, a periodontitis with diabetes, you're more likely to have end-stage renal failure. You're more oh, likely. Wow. Mm -hmm, you're more like more likely to be a risk of um, heart disease and um, nephropathy. So for the whole entire body, if the mouth is overlooked, the whole entire body, especially with a person who has a chronic illness, is at risk of things progressing much faster than they need to. You know, wow. now on the flip, and I want you said, what'd you say? I'm sorry, I just want to make sure that we let the, the listeners know exactly what periodontitis yes, is. Yes, absolutely. And, and, mm -hmm. so you can explain that. Sure. So, periodontitis, a lot of people have heard of gum disease. But so, what it is, is it's, it's mainly starts off affecting the tissues around your teeth. Some people will first maybe notice their gums are a little red, or people will say, when I was brushing my teeth, my gums started to bleed. So that would be gingivitis, a very early indicator that if you don't tighten it up, things could progress. But periodontitis is, a, is an inflammatory uh, condition when the bacteria of your mouth, which is uh, the biofilm that people talk about, but the bacteria is in your mouth, which are, some are good and some are bad. If the bad bacteria overcome the good bacteria, you're going to get an infection. And that's what happens in the mouth. So around the teeth, if that bad bacteria is allowed to grow, and for people who are diabetic or have um, immunity issues or other hormone imbalances, that bad bacteria will, will start overgrowing. 
and they will start to first see a lot of patients will have um, infections, swellings. They'll have swellings around their teeth. Uh, and then the teeth will start to get loose eventually. Once that inflammation takes hold, not only is the not only are the tissues affected, but that inflammation response starts to eat away at the bone around your teeth too. So it starts in the tissues and it ends up eating away your bone as well. And that's why people end up with loose teeth. Mm. Right. And it's, it's devastating because especially um, for people with, with diabetes who they need to get, well, for all of us, all the proper nutrition um, and they start to lose teeth. Dentures many times are uncomfortable. But how it really works against your diabetes is because this whole inflammation thing that goes on, you get the swellings and all, what happens is these inflammation substances get, get released into your body. So, And these inflammation substances, interleukin and things like that, that you, you know, but basic inflammation response substances will get released into your body and they target certain other organs in your body, your liver, your kidneys, your heart, and they also then start to have inflammatory responses. So underneath it all, that's what's happening. The mouth, a lot of times people don't look at as a part of the body, but any inflammation and bad things going on in your mouth, it goes right into your circulation system and travels everywhere. And that's, you know, and, and I've heard that before, you know, even at, even before I became a nurse, it's like, you know, whatever infection you have in your mouth, it can go to your brain, it can go to that's your heart. Right. And, and I had that experience. I shared with you a family member of mine that, that had a dental infection, didn't get it treated, ended up getting uh, endocarditis, mm-hmm. uh, that, that inflammation and that vegetation around the, the valve of one, uh, around his mm-hmm. heart uh, actually broke off and caused a stroke mm-hmm. all from a bad mm-hmm. tooth infection. Absolutely. And I don't think that people realize, I mean, yeah, you eat with those things, but um, if you don't have proper dental hygiene, all of those things and all of those organs, like you said, the heart, the kidneys, um, it all can be affected. And I just, I just think the work, and I've told you this before, like, the exposure and that you're bringing to this is so needed right now. It really is, you know, and I know as a health professional, it's hard because you, you've got the, we've got these busy schedules. We're trying to get these patients in and it's just, it's no way to really get down to it with them, you know, the patient. Um, So it's so important for us to work together. And certainly um, another link in it is, education of our health professionals on things that they can share, things that they can say, and just them stressing, really, really stressing the importance of it is also a help. But, you know, having them, our colleagues to have that in a seed planted in them that I need to make sure that this person does have some contact with an oral health specialist to at least get information. Um, I find a lot of times people will tell folks, um, brush, floss, don't eat any sugar, and go see your dentist. And that's what they do. At least. Right. Which. Right. right. And you think that's 
great, good enough. And, and, you know, you mentioned planting the seed, especially with healthcare professionals and, and many that, that are in public health or in a health related field that listen to this podcast. I think that is very important because before I talked to you, I, I, you know, the seed wasn't planted in me. It's not something that I really thought Mm -hmm. about besides brush twice a day and cough. And I remember a couple of weeks ago going to a sensory disabilities training and the instructor saying, you know, we need to be having people that have diabetes. And I can't remember the stats if this was type one or two, but she was saying by the time they're diagnosed, they have, you know, some measure of hearing loss. When is the last time you asked, you know, your patient when they had their ears checked? And I thought, oh my goodness, never. Right. You know, I'll ask them, are your vision checked at least once a Mm -hmm. a year? But I've never, and you know, the 12 years that I've been a nurse, ask someone with diabetes, okay, are you getting your hearing checked every year? Because diabetes affects Mm -hmm. your hearing. And so the same thing can apply here. Like I never um, used to ask patients, like when was the last time you went to the dentist? Are you flossing every, are you brushing mm-hmm. your teeth? What, you know, those type of things. I think that, you know, as nurses or as healthcare providers, we're so focused on those bigger mm-hmm. things, on the blood, on the cholesterol. What is the A1C that we don't think about that? Because honestly, if it's not hurting the patient, they're not really thinking well, about yeah, it. Yeah. And they don't know. Exactly. I mean, and I have so many patients that I will share with them. You know, did someone talk to you about, you know, your mouth and the diabetes? I haven't gotten one yet who have said yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, really? I, I never knew that. No one ever told me that. You know, and some of these patients have been living with diabetes or other chronic illnesses for a long time. You know, so I know. And just that alone of the impounded patient, because and depending on a person's insurance, too, because some of the patients I see. Maybe they can go to the dentist twice, go get a cleaning, let's say. That's one of the baseline things with, with, that will happen when you go to the dentist and you, um, and they, well, everyone should get a cleaning, but especially if you're diabetic and you have early signs of bone or, you know, gum issues will be, of course, these treatments, which would be cleaning, scaling, where they go under the gums and clean. And based on your insurance, you might be able to get in twice a year. <clears throat> Maybe now some insurances now will allow a cleaning every three months <clears throat> if they're diabetic. But even that, three months or six months is a long time for a lot to happen when you have other issues going on. And so in between that time, the patient does not have enough tools to help themselves any better, you know? Um, and and no one really has the time to share. So I love to share. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> which, is, which is why I love talking to you. So tell, tell me about, because I hear you say making the smile, making you smile inside yeah. and out, or I hear you say mind, body, mm-hmm. smile. What do you mean? When you well, just like we're talking about diabetes. If your hormones are not in sync, it's going to show up in your mouth. So if on the inside you're not you're 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 not in balance and you're off, it's gonna it's gonna affect your outward smile. If you know, and vice versa, as with diabetes, if your mouth or your your outward smile is not right, it's gonna affect how you feel. You could become sick. Some people have died, you know, as you were saying, gotten very sick and died. So 
I like to look at it like that. From the inside out, um, a lot of patients focus a lot on how white their teeth are and how straight their teeth are. Yes, that, I'm okay. guilty. I'm and one. <laughs> so I like to, you know, remind them. That's why I like to talk about your your inner smile. If you're healthy, you're gonna have a healthy smile, and it may not be uh, white like a chiclet, but they're not gonna fall out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> they're gonna get the job. Yeah, done. I mean, you You'll know, be able to eat a nice so cake. <laughs> I like to focus on that. You know. Um, but so many people get hung up and they want all these things. Meanwhile, their teeth are loose. You know, uh, they've got gum infections and they come in and they, they're worrying about their teeth are not white enough. But if you're, if you're happy, you, you're going to have a beautiful smile and may, each tooth may not be in perfect alignment, but your happiness is going to be expressed in your smile. You're going to be able to light up people. They're going, you, they're going to be attracted to you more than if you had all these perfectly aligned white teeth that were all waving in the breeze and you don't feel good, <laughs> you know? Right, right. So that's, that's why, and I like to use diabetes a lot as an example of how all these things are connected. So if if your if your if your insulin levels are off, it's it's going to show up in your mouth. If your mouth is off, it's going to show up. It may show up in your you 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 increasing your risk of insulin resistance or something else. That's interesting. You sound like a, a oral detective. <laughs> Sometimes you end up like that, but there's there's a lot of things there are. Um, I like to use saliva testing, which is something that can be done from people's homes. But what it does is it identifies the specific bacteria that this person has that are out of sync. So if you're, if you, especially if you have a chronic illness, um, you know, we want to get these things under control because your body is, is not able to keep them in control. And then once they're in control, these self-care things, and I know in diabetes, they do a lot about talking about you know, self-care and self-management, and it's the same with the mouth. Then all the other things you can, the person who has learned how to manage their smile, those things can then kick in to hope, hopefully keep things um, even keel and not allow things to progress. And that bad bacteria. To Absolutely. So you you talked about the saliva testing. That's something that you do uh, with SIVA with Life Integrative Wellness, yeah. correct? Could you talk a little bit more about SIVA Life? First of all, I'm interested in knowing what exactly that mm-hmm. means. It's a name. And then also um, what type of services you provide. With so SIVA Life. Life. So the word SIVA, S-E-V-A, is a Sanskrit word that means selfless service and enhancing the lives of others. And I just believe that if you're not healthy, you can't, you can't help others. You cannot, you can't be the best mother or father or community leader or church member or whatever it is that you are doing, whatever your purpose is in life. If you don't, if you're not healthy, then your contribution to making the world a better place might be compromised. So that's the, the SIVA is to 
help people to be empowered so they could be the best they can be to make the world a better place. That's I love that. <laughs> and that's biblical, right? You can't pour from that's the empty correct. cup. So I, yeah. I, I like that. You I know, like and that. so we do a lot around education. Now the saliva testing, I like to do a lot of things that first are non-invasive because when you when the dental end, you know, people are afraid and you know, a lot of people, I mean, so many people I run patients I've run across have delayed coming to the dentist for years because they're afraid, you know? Um, but so I like to bring some of these non-invasive things. The saliva testing is something that is a kit and there's different types, but for the, but for the mouth, um, it's a kit that goes out and the patient does a swab. It then analyzes your bacteria that are related to um, gum disease. And, and for a lot of people, they don't even know they have gum disease. But for the diabetic patient or the chronically ill, it's really important. We do all we can to, to manage that. So it identifies those bacteria that need to be in the control. And then we, we have protocols, sometimes the antibiotic, but sometimes a combination of things with foods, um, oral probiotics, different things like that. I really like to focus on giving people the tools they need at home in between their visits to go to the dentist or if they can't afford it or if they are afraid. I want them to know they still can, there's tools out there for them to manage their smile. They don't have to just throw in the towel and just say there's nothing I can do. So we do that. But then on the other end is just, overall whole health education. I like to work with people on lowering their inflammation because in the mouth, that's what's going on. So foods, try to give people simple things that they can do or try that they can hopefully incorporate into their lives um, to make to make a change. You know, letting people know that they don't have to like I would always say, you don't have to commit to being Mother Teresa and eating rice cakes to be healthy. <laughs> you know, we were all right. short on that one. You can, you know, enjoy great food and enjoy life. And, and there's a lot of things people aren't aware of. They think they have to eat horrible tasting food. They think they have to, you know, join a gym that they can't afford. So we really try to find simple solutions for people, self-care, simple solutions for people and get them on a roadmap. We have a lot of tools that we have that people can access online, um, uh, wellness trackers, uh, things like that, different little challenges that people want to try and just things like that. We, I, I love talking with people so they could share with me what they have going on. And I link the mouth into it, but just give them an overall nice roadmap, which includes the smile to help them start feeling a little better. Uh, so when you say manage mm -hmm. their mouth, that's all of the, all of the advice and the self-care in their roadmap. Absolutely. That, that you're that's right. So they okay. would get, first they would do an assessment and we get some idea of if health conditions they might have. And then I teach them how to do their own dental self-exam, which is something I encourage. And I do a lot of this virtually, so you don't have to be, uh, I'm in New Jersey. You don't have to be here. It could, we, could, we can link up uh, virtually. 
or if you're in the area of Jersey, you certainly could, or Philadelphia, sit down and meet. But just like um, your health provider encourages you to do a breast self-exam, you know, check your blood pressure. If you have diabetes, you're checking your A1C and these things. The same goes with the mouth. Would to so showing people how to do a basic dental self-exam, something that they could record. Maybe if they have diabetes or something, maybe uh, once a month or something, so that if something goes awry, they can get in somewhere much sooner than waiting and uh, ending up at the end of the year with something that's an end-stage kind of situation. So we teach them those things. We give them, we work with them on some assessment of where they are. And then we come up with a plan if they, if I may be sometimes encouraging them to do the saliva test, if they really are having serious uh, perio infection problems. Um, we also can link their report to their primary care provider because I think it's important that if a patient it has something like diabetes, I know a lot of times, at least um, my health center, they, they like to record that this patient is seeing the dentist. So having that link, we can provide those reports to their primary care provider so they will know and have that recorded. And in this way, it's, it's beneficial for everyone. The primary provider can now have a more integrated solutions for their patients, which hopefully would help their outcomes. The patient certainly, her, their um, confidence will go up and certainly learning how they can manage the mouth better. And I'm happy because I like to share. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love that everything that you said about um, being able to do their own oral checks really empowers yes. the patient to be more proactive mm -hmm. in their care. And like you said, not wait until something, you know, until their pain wakes them mm -hmm. up at four o'clock in the morning on a on a Saturday and, and they have to go to the emergency room now because they need some kind of relief, whether it's, you know, pain pills or something, but this just kind of gives them the, the, the heads up to, mm -hmm. to look in their mouth, to do the assessment and to be able, if they see any signs, any changes to be able to contact the, um, the mm -hmm. dentist beforehand or the primary care doctor beforehand. So I really, really like that. So one, one question that I have for you is, and, and I want to reiterate also that you're in New Jersey, but you do do yes. virtual services. So again, one mm -hmm. thing that I love about your services and, and any virtual services right now, I think that's, you know, the best thing that's happened to, to medicine in a very long time is that we have so mm -hmm. many services now um, that people can, can participate in online mm -hmm. and from their home. But I want to... If I want to go see a dentist, what would you suggest to put me mm -hmm. on the right path to partner to to partner to achieve mm -hmm. total health with my dentist? So let's just say mm -hmm. I have a dentist. Um, it may not be into whole health mm -hmm. like you are, but I really want this 360 um, type of bi-directional communication between my provider and my dentist. So as a patient, how, do I mm -hmm. speak up for myself? How do I make that happen? Do I take the records? How do I start that, that, that communication to where my dentist and my provider are speaking with one another about my, my health and my, okay, my well, plan Okay. Well, you know what? Care. That's, that's actually another 
action step, which is a good one to help move things along, is the individual to, you know, help facilitate that. But would be certainly speaking up for yourself um, and letting your dentist know that this is a concern for you. You would really like to see how the dentist, your dentist can link a little more closely with your primary care professional. Um, if you've got, especially if you've got some type of, of issue going on, a chronic illness or prediabetes or something like that, would definitely be to speak up and say, look, you know, I know that my mouth has a lot to do with some of the other things that are going on in my body and, and that things going on in my body really can affect my mouth. And I really am trying to find a, a way to, to better integrate my care. Now, even if you start with that, it would be interesting to see what the dentist says. And it would be interest, interest, interesting yeah. to see what the physician says. Usually they're comfortable with referring. So they might say, your physician might say, well, well I'll give you a referral for you to see a dentist. But what you're saying is, no, what I want to make sure is that my oral health is documented in my chart that I have, you know, and, and, you know, also another thing, especially with the physician, some physicians are comfortable looking in the mouth. Some aren't, some aren't. So it would definitely take a conversation to ask them. And you might want, you might, you might end up having to say, you know what, let me check out some other dentist or primary care provider, you know, because it is about building your team the way you want. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. I, I I try to tell people all the time, like you're the patient, you know, you can hire and fire accordingly just because you're going to, you know, a particular doctor on your insurance. They're not the only doctor that's on, on your insurance. And, and, and I've done it, you know, I've done Mm -hmm. it in the last six months. I I went to see Mm -hmm. a new provider and, didn't feel like I was getting uh-huh. eye contact, didn't feel like I was type of communication. And and normally I'll get that. But as soon as I say like, oh, I'm a nurse and I'm a diabetes specialist, you know, it's like, oh, right, right. then they perk up a little her. bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, they up a little bit. But this particular position yeah. was like, back right. to me, okay, you know. And I'm like, you know what? One time is all it takes for me. And so I'm so, I'm I'm glad that you said that. I mean, it's, it's the truth. If 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 you want a provider or dentist um, to be more involved in your healthcare, and and like you said, you're mm-hmm. appointing your team. So for people that are listening, like if you're not happy or satisfied with the doctor or dentist that you have, nobody is making you keep that doctor or dentist. So please yes. appoint um, your, your team, and especially <laughs> as we start to age, you you want to have people in communication. And you don't want, and you don't want yeah. them discounting the importance of your mouth, you know, when right. it comes to these things, right. certainly not. So, right. you know, it, you, you go in and you, you see, um, and a lot of dentist offices are in education. They might have, you know, some other information for you or something like that. And you'll find some that, that will, that are going to work for you, but and people change, you know, you might have certain goals for your team today, but maybe next year you might say, you know what, I think I want to, I think I want to focus more on prevention now or whatever, you know, 
And so as you evolve, you might change things in, in your team, people on your team, add, take away. But it's your support network. And whatever that's going to look like for you. It's pay, you're you're center in the center there. And that's why, you know, whole health is really what it's about, you know, because it's you there in the center and, and everything else around you that you need for you mm-hmm. to feel good, whatever that looks like for you. And don't be afraid to ask. There's so many specialists out there. Like a lot of people don't even, haven't even heard of a diabetes educator. You know, there's, yeah. So there's so many resources out here. Don't be afraid to ask, you know, and say, what about this? And, And unfortunately these days you've got to do your own due diligence as if we don't have enough on our plates as it is. You've got to be your own advocate for sure. Talking about the warm handoff, which I'm a big fan of as well. You know, we have providers that 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 will write a referral, but then the patient comes back six months later, and you know they're saying, "Oh, did you go to the dentist?" Well, you know, it's great if they ask. A lot of them will not even ask. You know, Mm -hmm. they just write the referral so they can check off the box in the in the electronic medical record. But that didn't do any justice for the patient and the issue that they were having when they right. came to see you six months ago. You know, I mean, it's just a black hole. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, so many times, you know, this give a person a referral sheet. I know myself. I'll, I, you know, if you give me this paper, you know, and I, <laughs> you know, and I'm rushing <laughs> off here or there, or whatever, I shove it in that big book bag I have, you know, and. I don't know, you know, I, I'll remember, but maybe I can't find the form. You know, people have been, they have a lot of children, they have all these things going on. So to give them this paper and say, go check this out is, eh, that's kind of weak, you know? And especially when you, there are people or organizations and specialists out there who could be that stopgap, you know, who, who you know, so it's about, the providers also becoming more aware, but for the patient, it's your health. So you got to, you know, as you read things, don't be afraid to print it out. And uh, I know myself, I'm always, of course, you know, reading different things. And I had gone to, had this physician um, because I have these nodules on my thyroid, which I've had a hundred years, but I'm always reading things and asking about what about this? What about that? I went to this this position. Uh, I didn't know her well. She had been on maternity leave, but when she came back, I had all my stuff ready. And she kind of dismissed everything that I asked her. And so I said, well, I have to move on to someone else. You know? And that's what I did. I, yeah, I said, look, wow. I've done a little research here. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And just and just the response that the provider might have, they might maybe they don't agree with the research. That's fine, but if they're totally right, dismissive, right. that's another thing. You know, yes, that's a clue. Okay. Yeah, they should be able to listen to um, what you're bringing up to them and be able to provide some type of hopefully unbiased, informed decision. That's right. I mean, a lot of what we do and in, in with whole health type of approaches, giving people information and not saying you should do A or B, but saying, look, here, here's, here it is. Yeah. 
Okay, um, here's some information for you. If you have any other questions, make sure you understand. And you now can be empowered and informed to make the decision that's right for you. You know, I mean, and that's where it's at. It's your, it's your health, your body. You know, it's, you have a right to decide, but you should have all your information so you can make a decision that you can live with and not five years later say, oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. I regret it. So though, yeah. that's what I would say, you know, and you know, sometimes you can just tell if you're going to vibe with someone when you, as a, as a health professional, even if it's a brief visit, but don't feel, I had a patient, she had a bad experience with a dentist and it wasn't that he did anything wrong. It just, she didn't like how he handled certain things. And so she decided to go to a mm-hmm. different dentist, but she felt so guilty. She was almost crying in the chair. <laughs> it's almost like people that love Chick-fil-A that will eat that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Uh, I'm talking to people. Yeah, I mean, oh, you're me. one of those. <laughs> but when I had it, I felt like, okay, I need to fast because I don't, I shouldn't have eaten it on Chick-fil-A. It just was not that good to me. But no, I mean, I guess that's the human in us, but no, we, we can yes. hire fire at I mean, wheel. She said, he's not a bad person. I said, no, what? he's not a bad person. You're not a bad person. Like, that's it. Oh it my God. I, said, I think the first visit was her getting over the fact that she. <laughs> so, that's hilarious. You know. Let me ask you this, because one thing I want to make sure people understand is you are an integrative nutritionist uh, and a health coach. So kind of let the the listeners um, know well, exactly what that means. I do more of the education. So I really okay. work on um, giving them the, I do research on whatever it is they have going on. And then I do the research, I give them the information and I help them come up with a plan. You know, um, I help to help support them and making the decisions. So, and, and really what I do is more around making simple, healthy changes, eating changes and figuring a way them to incorporate, you know, and so it could mean they've gone to a, a, a nutritionist like that. That's all that they do. And the nutritionist has said, you need to eat. X amount of this and X amount of that. Okay. And then they don't know what to do after that. They don't know why and they don't know how. Mm-hmm. So I would work with them on figuring out, okay, how are we going to, how is this, how are you going to be able to do this? What commitments can you make? I mean, we'll give you a lot of information. We're going to talk about it and we're going to see how our next, what your next step is going to be and how you're going to go about making the change and supporting you in that change. So how can our listeners find you? Um, please let us know your website okay. and your social media handles. So I'm at sevalife.net. So that's S-E-V-A-L-I-F-E.net. Uh, phone number is 844-646-7382. And I've got a couple of, actually I have three, well, I have Instagram and all that. If you just put in Life info, you would get this, my Twitter and Instagram. But on Facebook, I've got a small group. A clean, It's called Cleansing 101. That's a small group that we just work together. 
And I kind of offer give you like coaching. We do challenges. So that's for people who are really like, okay, I really want to try to do something. I'm not saying I want to jump in the deep end, but you know, I'm willing to try some little things. Mm -hmm. So I have, it's called cleansing one-on-one. And then I have save a life integrative wellness of two, two Facebook pages. And on there we share, um, on Mondays, we do meatless Monday where people can try things. Uh, we share different updates that might come up on chemicals. We do a lot on inflammation, just sharing of information. We'll share, um, sometimes like, um, exercise, like simple exercises for people to start be, becoming active. We'll do challenges, just little things that people can try. That's yep. And anytime you can schedule a consult from the website for 30 minutes, we could just talk. You could just share with me what it is you have going on, what, what you'd like to see happen, what, what your challenges are around what you have going on. It could be just something simple. Like I have people who say I'm okay, but um, my mother died of such and such. I, I want to make some changes now because I want to try to lower my risk. Yeah. I have some people like that. And then I'll have people say, you know, I, I'm pre-diabetic or I was um, diagnosed with non-alcoholic fatty livers. I just want to learn how to eat a little healthier. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to go all crazy, but I, I don't understand what this is. What does it mean? And that's where, you know, the whole health education comes in. We, we try to dissect for the person so they understand what it is they have going on, give them information, counteract any myths and things like that they might have heard about what they have. And then we start right in on, okay, uh, let's, let's decide how we want to move forward so you can make these changes. Awesome. So for all of our listeners, I recommend if, if, if you are wanting to find out what you need to do to live healthier and happier mind, body, and smile, I would recommend you please go to the website and sign up or schedule the free 30-minute discovery session. And again, that website is savealife.net. Dr. Stooks, I want to thank you so much for being my special guest on episode four of the Member Health Academy. I'm sure we'll be talking well, again very soon. Thank you for soon. having me. Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking, sharing, and laughing with you. Well, I'm going to be like you. I'm going to share <laughs> all of this information to everybody I come across whether it be scholar, professional, patient, whoever, we need this information uh, and we need people to be empowered yes. to manage their mouth so that they can Absolutely. Their and if you know of any groups that would like me to come out and share, if it's a group of nurse practitioners or anyone like that in the primary care setting, wanting a little more information, how they can help their patients a little bit better on this end, but would love to share with them as well. That's great. Thank you so much. We'll get that information out there for you. Thank you. Have Take a wonderful care. evening.